0: Hello KPC Radio, you're listening to Why So Scared, where each episode we get down to the bottom of people's most common fears and phobias. I'm your host, Diedrich Elliott-Leighton, and today I'm speaking with Captain Ron Nielsen, a pilot who since 1987 has helped run a program called Fearless Flight, which helps people overcome their fears of flying. He has appeared in a multitude of news publications, including NPR, USA Today, and CBS, but today Captain Ron sits down with KPC Radio to discuss his background and why he created Fearless Flight. Welcome to the show, Captain. To start off, give us some background as to who you are and what you do.
1: Okay, yeah, uh, my name is Ron Nielsen, and uh, I was <clears throat> was born in the at a very early age, as they say. And I, yeah, that's a joke, not a good one, but but nonetheless, I was uh, grew up in the Midwest. Wanted to be a pilot since I was in about the second grade and uh, was able to fulfill that after going to the Air Force Academy and and so I spent about 10 years in the military counting my time at the Air Force Academy and uh, then I when I left the service didn't really ever think about being an airline pilot so much but I was competitive and and um, and qualified so I ended up in the airlines and uh, worked there for for 30 years my uh, my experience with helping people overcome their fear of flying came when i was serendipitously asked by through a friend of mine to be uh, to help this psychologist in the phoenix area here where i live help him with a program that he was starting back in 1987 to help people overcome their fear of flying so that's how I got this way and at the same time the airline industry back in the mid-80s started a program for called human factors to help pilots deal with the with the the uh psychology of of team building and performance management and things like that and so uh both of the, the both that and the and working with fearful flyers inspired me to get a master's in counseling professional counseling and i've been doing been doing this for 35 years Peter you told me that you know 35 years ago, I'd be doing this at, at 75 years old. And I say, You're out of your mind, you know, but it's the most fulfilling thing I've ever done. And uh, right now, I have a, a a web presence. I do classes locally here in the Phoenix area uh, and uh, online. And I actually go fly with people. I just finished flying with a client uh, over last weekend to India and back. <laughs> so, oh. It's a young man who who has was here on a visa a uh, very uh highly intelligent qualified uh, software engineer and and uh, the he was required to renew his visa every so often and he had gotten off an airplane six times and uh uh he has to leave the country basically to go to a consulate to renew the visa kind of one of the crazy things i never knew about the the visa program here but so he decided to combine that with going home and visiting his family back in India and so so uh, we we did that and i'm happy to say he had a. a, a tremendous breakthrough and uh, and uh, really is doing well, and uh, like I said it's just there's nothing more fulfilling than watching someone overcome all of the the, the issues that go along with being terrified on an airplane.
0: Wow. I think you already answered my next question here, but just to reiterate, why did you create Fearless Flight?
1: Yeah. The the actual creation of, of my, it's, it's a business for me and everything and, and my passion was that the psychologist that I was working with, we, we, we co-taught for the first 13 years and then around 2000, his practice became so busy that, that I ended up um uh, filling in for him exclusively and then he just said hey you want to take it over so so that's what happened it wasn't my goal to start with uh but
0: it just happened
1: um kind of by default and like i said i was thrust into it and
0: just really really enjoyed it one thing i'm curious about is captain ron have you personally ever had a fear of flying
1: yeah, you know you know it's this 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 experience has caused me to to recollect on that. Sure. My I happened to start in the Air Force here in the Phoenix area when 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 I did my initial undergraduate pilot training in the Air Force. It was a year-long program and on my first jet training ride you know, you know, the idea I had from watching World War II movies as a second grader growing up was all this, you know, the, the pageantry of, of getting in an airplane and you know, and the glory of, of flying a fighter pilot up up and up around the sky and all that. The reality was I started it my first day was in July, it was about 110 degrees outside. You hop in the in, in an airplane, we sat side by side in in a day in a jet trainer you 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 know you put a mask on like this, and you uh, you know, you all know, that, and then you put a helmet on with the two visors and and you close the canopy and it's about one hundred and fifty degrees before you get off. And of course, your instructor, he has to demonstrate everything on the first flight. So he's taken off he's flying all that, and you get to the practice theory and he says, you want to do some acrobatics? Well, what red-blooded fighter pilot wannabe is going to say no to that? So I said, "Sure." So we go through we do it a loop and an and a cuban eight and a couple things, you know, and pretty soon I'm about ready to throw up and and he 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 was a very very uh awesome instructor, sensitive and all. And he said, "How you doing, Ron?" And I said, "Not very good." And so he said, "You do it. You fly. Do this, do this, do this, do this." And so when I look back on that, it was simply anxiety, you know, and that that causes flying sickness. In fact, the the official designation, if you're in the military and you wash out because you can't not get sick is MOA manifestation of apprehension. So it's it's official designation is you're afraid to fly and uh, and you leave it. So, yeah, so I can identify with that and that, but even more so, I've had my own, I've had panic attacks unrelated to flying and and uh in my life. Turns out I had a history of of being uh sexually abused when I was young by by a family member. And and so and that's what you find with a lot of people. They they oftentimes they have trauma that that corresponds to that. So yeah, so I can identify with what it's like to be afraid to fly.
0: Why do you think other people would be afraid of flying?
1: Yeah, interestingly. You know, like I said, oftentimes there's a trauma or traumatic experience that underlies a lot of stuff. But but the 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 surface presentation is that I'd say half to two thirds of the people I work with uh, flew without any any uh, concerns at all until some point in their life seems to be a pattern when when people oftentimes get into young adulthood uh, graduate from college certainly by the time they get married and in in a ratio about two to one females to males they experience uh, a flight with a bad experience on it a bad outcome you know like turbulence or something like that and that triggers them and then it, it it just stays with them until they o- are able to overcome it. So that's it, that's a general characteristic. Some people have never flown and so they they just have a natural unknown about it. And and you know the brain human brain does not like uncertainty. So it will make things up if it needs to 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 compensate. And our intuitive part of our brain is uh is use makes a lot of the decisions we we make every day. But it also makes some bad ones if it doesn't know it's part of the thing that says i you know i don't know why i know this but i just know this is not good and uh you know and it makes things up so
0: let's now go over some of the techniques you use to help people overcome their fears what does fearless flight do specifically it,
1: well, it, it it triggers their the body's natural survival instinct, you know, and there's a part of the brain called the amygdala that that comes into play in and, and, and I, we call it triggers, those things that activate the the amygdala and the in your survival instinct. So um, the way to deal with that is first identify the triggers. It helps to do one thing first, and that's educate yourself about the trigger, about fear of flying, about psychology and all that. Second thing is to learn how to disrupt or distract that thinking, changing the way you think. And the third thing is to to hang out with a network, a community of people who have the same kind of issues. If you need that kind of support, if you've never had a fear of flying, you, it's really hard to identify with someone who does. And a lot of family members, they they love the people that they're with that are afraid to fly, but they tell them, yeah, come on, just get over it. You know, it's safe and all that. And the person knows it's safe. That's not the issue. The, the, the issue is, is the story that they tell themselves about what happens to them or what they are afraid is going to happen to them. So, so it's, it's not, while education is a necessary part, of overcoming your phobia, it's not sufficient. And, and ultimately, what people do is they learn how to u- use mindfulness and, and challenge what their beliefs are. First, learn what their beliefs are, what triggers them, and then challenge them and come up with with uh, strategies, skills, and techniques to that they can employ, like breathing, just simply monitoring your breathing, taking a deep breath, you know. And and uh, I have people do things like writing with their non-preferred hand. I, I teach them how to engage themselves in games like, you know, little, little, little games and whatnot, spelling backwards, uh, anything that you can do to, to, to be more interesting to your brain than what it's telling itself at the time, because if it's nothing else, it's an attention disorder, as you can imagine, if I'm afraid to fly and I get triggered, the only thing that's interesting to me right now is how to get out of this fricking bad situation. Right? Uh, how can I make this stop? How can I make my thoughts stop? And the difference between you and I sitting on an airplane—if you're afraid to fly and I'm not—is what's going through your mind. You're thinking about, "Oh my God, why did I do this?" I t- I can't believe I'm here again. And I'm thinking about what I'm going to eat the next time I get a chance, because that's what pilots
0: do. So, wow, this was a lot of great information. Thank you so much for speaking with us, Captain Ron. Now, to close off this interview. Tell us where we can find you.
1: You can go to uh, www.fearlessflight.com and uh, and and get information. for For most people, what I do uh, is I recommend they, they if they want they can they can make an appointment with me in a, a free 15-minute coaching session. There's a link on the site to do that. But there's a lot of free information. I have a weekly show on Facebook that I simulcast over Facebook, Twitter, and, and YouTube. So, uh, but the main thing is go to the website, you know, that's the age we live in, right? <laughs> you find me on the web
0: and, uh, and that'd be helpful. So it's www.fearlessflight.com. Thank you so much, Captain. Once again, that was Captain Ron Nielsen, who runs the Fearless Flight Program, which helps people overcome their fears of flying. If you'd like to get in contact with Captain Ron, the website, once again, is www.fearlessflight.com, where all information about the program is available. You've been listening to Why So Scared, where we get down to the bottom of people's greatest fears and phobias. This is Diedrich Elliott-Leighton, signing off.